0: I can't not take the Biomorphic Tutor.
1: <laughs> you can also take Equipment. Kobolds can choose an Equipment item as one of their contraptions. This item can be used as many times as they like, but it is bonded to that kobold permanently and can no longer be used by another kobold in this playthrough. You get Reincarnate into a random color of Killer Kobold. That's the Cryogenics. paste, the Time Burner. lamp. The kobold loses a hand and has this installed instead. Create bonfire, and it's a +1 to hit. You get the thinking cap, which gives you detect thoughts. You get the seesaw melee weapon attack +4 to hit, reaches five feet, one target. It's 2d4 +2 slashing damage. Pyrocide vest: the kobold is under the effects of stone skin spell at all times. If the kobold is ever reduced to zero hit points, it explodes as per a fireball spell, DC of 8.
2: <laughs> I'm just like green thing in a jar. It looks like it could be fun.
0: Yeah, I like the haste item. Okay. So that's
1: a time burner that'll take the place in one of your contraptions. And I get
0: three total,
2: so this will be nice one.
1: Correct.
2: I think I might do green thing in a jar the plutonium and just the a lot of salt.
1: Okay. Don't forget somebody needs to take the liquidator thingy too. Yeah, what are you gonna take I want
3: the one with
1: knobs on it. The one with knobs on it? You get three. Yeah yeah yeah, you get to take three. So you're gonna take the one with knobs on it. I'm
3: gonna walk in flash my orb Okay. Who's gonna take
2: the
1: liquidator quickly. I'll take that. Okay. Do you want me to read you out the stats on that one again, sir?
3: 1d10 radiant damage, creature reduces your hit points with this damage, turn print to roughly one gallon bottle of fuel, which remains smellable for a minute before dissipating, unless collected. Yep, plus four to hit. It's a range spell attack. It's above all the other contraption bags.
1: Okay, cool, so it's there. Excellent. Let us start. Killer kobolds from Outer Space. This is by Oliver Clegg. Wanna make sure he gets his plug. Available on DM's Guild. Kobold Queen needs more biofuel for her ship. Can a cracked squad of over-equipped, untrained Koboldo hotshots save the day? No one knows where the killer kobolds originally hail from. They appear at random places throughout the multiverse, harvesting innocents and destroying towns before vanishing back into the mist. Their attacks are random, but devastating, often leaving towns completely deserted. Killer kobolds are likely ordinary kobolds, but two thousand years more technologically advanced. Last, all this advancements has nothing to improve their temperament, aim, or table manners. Killer kobolds come in several varieties, all of which display a decidedly homicidal streak. The kobold ship, the yip Gip Gip, is fueled by biomass, specifically the remains of melted humanoids. Rather than cull the necessary tributes from their own ranks, the kobolds refuel from the corpses of their victims, which they melt into puddles and then collect.
2: As you do. It's one part with sustainable energy.
1: Now that that's out of the way, on with the slaughter. You will take on in this game the role of highly over-equipped and grievously untrained kobold soldiers on their errand for the kobold queen, who demands various tasks of her servants before the ship can take off back into the mists of Ravenloft. We have decided we are going to play the fuel for the engine god, so we'll start. And then Kobold Queen stretches her hand and points to the fuel tanks. They're running low. Go forth, she implies, with a wave of her scaly hands. Come back with more fuel for the engine god, or don't come back at all. Alright, so we've got, somebody's got a new traumatic liquidator, and somebody's got the... Uh, Herbert Hoover.
2: I feel like we probably most of us have Hoovers.
1: Alright. The...
2: Well, it has a Hoover. <laughs>
1: so you know, just from your previous excursions it's going to take at least 10 gallons of biofuel to power the ship for any amount of time let us start hang on i'm gonna set up a map real quick very very simple (laughs) so so you guys come hurtling out of space riding aboard the yip 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 it sets down just outside of this small town you're not 100% sure what the name is looks like from your initial scans it is a human town up in the mountains Not nothing real fancy to it it's just a town there is a couple of towns there's a little bit of farming into the steps of the mountain but nothing over the top just enough to kind of feed the town doesn't look like there's any excess very very quietly placed just what you guys are looking for to collect your biomass who's everyone playing as one more time snort well I am genius. All right, so Snorp, Whelp, and Genius is who we're rolling with. Okay, colors and just a quick description of what that color does, please. And thank you.
0: Sure, I'm a green cobalt. All the other cobalts like it looks like I get pack tactics, but I am also uh, invisible. I have a high dex.
3: Oh, I'm genius, and uh, I'm a blue cobalt who are the brains of the operation with a mighty plus one to intelligence. And my whole special ability is stand back. I must science where I get a percentage chance to get a new contraption of my choice or the DM's choice, or just explode in a fiery mass.
1: So that's a 50% chance of you picking a contraption a 30% chance of me picking one, and a 20% chance of a fireball
0: explosion killing everything. Correct. I mean, it tells you to stand back in the description, so... (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) I
3: took all the proper safety precautions.
2: And, well, I'm a gray kobold. I am really good at breaking things. I don't know how good I am at breaking people, though. But I also have pack tactics. And I cannot be distinguished from any of the other Grey Kobolds, so I'm not entirely sure if I'm the one that was supposed to be here, but she was pointed in my general direction and I got there first.
1: <laughs> You've also got the highest AC of all of the classes as well. About a whopping 16.
2: I do.
3: You also have
1: the second fewest life. Class <laughs> cannon, class cannons.
2: Yes. So
0: am I just invisible all the time? Yes. Yes, that is how I'm reading it. That's how I was reading it too. I was like, whoa, I'm always invisible.
2: (laughs) We may not realize you went with us for a while. It's fine.
0: For
1: those listening, invisible, the kobold is invisible. It may choose to use its power to defecate on anything that isn't nailed down, or it may not. There you go. You touch down just outside of town i'll let you guys pick where would you like to land that's an advanced spaceship so i'll I'll say you can land on this mountain with nary an issue
2: we're here to kill stuff right
1: yep so feel free to ping that as you fly over there's a small garrison over here looks like it's abandoned looks pretty run down this was a large house maybe an inn or the mayor's house what looked to be a tavern here and then this is all housing
2: is there a gate around this
1: Nope, it is completely unmalled.
2: So it's not quite shooting fish in a barrel, but if we land right in the middle of everything, we'll be able to attack in all directions.
3: Well, I think Genius will stroke his chin for a minute, and he'll say, "All oh, power to the empty matter thread, paranoid! And then he'll run a scan for human life, see where there's a large concentration.
2: The just blinks says you.
3: That one! And he points at the lever that he wants you to throw.
2: Welp is very confused as to why you're wanting him to pull the lever when it's right there in front of you.
3: It's on the other side of the room! I have little arms!
2: (laughs) Welp shrugs their little arms.
1: (laughs) You pull the right lever. Takes a second. Lots of screaming but you do a quick scan and you hear a life forms detected 28 total and you get a ping here letting you know that the uh, strongest amount of life is in this section
3: all right well we have the lightning on in
2: just right smack in the middle of all of the buildings
3: yep
1: did you guys drop ship in or are you landing the yip yip yip
2: probably drop ship I don't know if we would be allowed to land the full ship in. Drop ship, cause mayhem, run away, get back.
1: There's not enough room to land between these houses, but you're cloaked out enough, you can drop in right here. And this is, uh, according to your map, as you get a little closer, the sensor's able to pick up more. Uh, It looks like there's four people in this house, three people in this house, and three people
3: in this house.
0: That's enough people!
3: The carb-free acid kombu cakes, as we should let here. Now.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I don't like that voice. i might to do something different for the voice. We'll see what I come what comes out next.
3: <laughs> I'm fully expecting to go through all three of these blue guys. So. <laughs> this
1: is this is
0: fair. So it's like I will look around when we land. he go out and scout being invisible I don't think it'll be too much of an issue
1: the the ship didn't make any noise in landing so you're able to get down there and and no worry scout around it's late at night there doesn't appear to be any activity in the town itself when you go out so you can go ahead and give me some perception checks just to see if
0: you can what's my plus to that my passive is 8 so I'm guessing it's a negative 2 you're green right all your stats are the same yeah, minus
1: two. Mine is also
2: minus two. Sixteen. I got a fifteen.
1: You're able to kind of look around. Welp is kind of leaning down from the ramp, bedecked in all of their contraptions. It appears that everyone is in their sleep cycle right now. Not even any dogs barking. A couple of goats kind of out in the distance, but nothing to draw an eye.
0: I'll come back to the shifter to report and be like, ah, It seems... The man-things sleep. Perfect time to make them fuel.
2: Yes. Perfect.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Then let's go. Yes. And he'll giggle and trundle his way down the ramp. And the first thing he's looking for, is there anything blue around? Give me a perception check. Yay! Fifty.
1: You see what appears to be a small run of bushes. It looks like they're, they're actively growing them uh, just behind this large house here of what look to be either blue or blackberries.
3: Oh, he's not going to be able to resist. So he immediately pulls it. Oh, hold on. How many times do you get to use your contraption? Once per session. Okay, then he'll wait until there's a collar on somebody with blue or red he'll make his way over to the nearest door.
1: Okay, so if you were over here, there is a back door going in in a small outhouse.
2: Should we go kill them now, or should we wait and scare the shit out of one of them?
3: <laughs> kill, kill. It's, it's kill. It's the kill. And he's just kind of shaking as he opens up the door. Just kill. It's the kill.
1: Okay, uh, a couple of small steps. You and the doors open
3: he will slither his way in
1: yeah so as as you go in this appears to be a dining slash kitchen room there's not a whole lot in here a table it looks like it's big enough to fit seven or eight people easily there's pots and pans hanging over a counter against the wall It's fairly open uh, out into a great room. There's a couple of uh, what appear to be large blankets hanging up that uh, are in the process of being made. And there are children's toys throughout the room.
2: So cute. We should burn it when
0: we're done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I looked through the rest of the house uh, as an invisible little kobold. So go ahead and give me
1: a stealth check. As you are going through the house, uh, you do have your gear on, so uh, it's not going to be a disadvantage or anything. You're used to kind of moving that. Your dex is plus two, sir. That's That's a five. five. Downstairs is not a whole lot, so you're able to kind of go straight to the upstairs portion of the house. And you get about four steps up, and your Herbert Hoover gets caught up on one of the banisters. All the way up the stairs. And you hear a painter what was that? Did you forget to close the door again? Did you let those raccoons in this damn house again? I swear you're gonna sleep out in the outbuilding. Oh, shucks, Mama. I'll go
0: check. Hold on.
3: <laughs> Genius will duck behind the corner.
0: Snort will get out of the way of the stairs. I don't know that he's particularly used to trying to hide, because you normally just can't see him, so... <laughs> will just be, like, standing in the middle of the roof. <laughs> Downstairs.
2: I imagine Welp is, like, crouching behind something not super well hidden, but a little bit, like, it's like a step above when the kid's trying to play hide and seek and they're standing behind a lamp. It's like we're, like, crouched behind the table the lamp is on. But there's, like, elbows coming I don't know, or something.
1: <laughs> okay. Genius and Whelp, if you were actively hiding, go ahead and give me stealth checks.
2: That's a six.
1: Okie dokie. And Genius, are you attempting to hide?
3: Oh yeah, Okay. will
2: Whelp may actually think it's a table, but it's, a, it's like a table with like skinny legs. So it's a
1: Seventeen. You're able to, to very easily fit behind a chair. And you look over and you see that Welp has climbed underneath an end table beside the chair you're in about that time a shape appears on the top of the stairs damn door blowing up stupid raccoon coming in the house waking up in the middle of the night man shoulda coulda woulda man wanders down to the thing and let's let's see no bonuses Alrighty, just give me a d20 he walks to the door and he closes, and as he closes it, he kind of turns back and he looks back at that table. He goes, I'm damn. I'm not no raccoon to coyote. Oh, well, time to get the beating stick. And he reaches down by the door. There's
0: a large wooden club, and he grabs it. I'm going to leap at his head with my invisible self. Okay. <laughs> I was too.
2: (laughs) As he's reaching for the stick, Welp is just going to leave at him with a monotonic saw.
1: He sees a coyote, he thinks something's there, so let's go ahead and...
3: Also, it should be noted that the gray kobolds are actually medium-sized, they're not small. Not small, correct. (laughs) That's a big coyote.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The real tragedy is this dude needs glasses.
1: Alright, so, Pater got a 19 for his initiative. I got a 6.
3: What do we get for surprise rounds here?
1: I want Genius and...
2: Snort! Probably not Welp, because he sees I'm there. (laughs)
1: That's a 6. That's a 3. And what did Welp get? A 9. Alright. Peter will go first... (laughs) Snort and genius. Go ahead and give me your attacks for the round. Sure, what kind of damage do we do? What are you doing? Are you just kind of scratching at him?
3: I'm chewing on a scalp. All <laughs> on oh, riding his head, chewing on his scalp. <laughs> so we're gonna do D4
1: for all of your Dawn assist attacks. But you guys are with each other so you get the pack mentality bonus. So go ahead and give me the D20 roll to try to beat his
0: AC. Are claws finesse weapons? They are not. <laughs> you get bonus points for trying, but no. <laughs>
2: I have a question about dealing double damage to objects and structures. What if I hit someone with an object? Or I put the object in front of them and then they hit the object.
1: The better one is a seven. Okay, nope, you you do not hit with a seven, unfortunately. <laughs> You don't hit with a two <laughs> or a three. three. Peter kind of just sees the movement coming from you, genius, and steps just right so that you can snort, just slam into each other. Get out of the way! Some bitch hold back in here. And he just swings down at you, genius, with his big old wooden stick. Does an 11 do it?
3: Nope.
1: You're able to duck underneath the swing, and Wealth, you are up next.
2: I just, I'm gonna jump at him with my saw. Okay. I rolled a 16, and I don't know what I added up, but I feel like that should hit.
1: Yeah, no, that's gonna hit, so go ahead and give me the damage.
2: 12 piercing damage, and I'm going for his face.
1: You actually just miss his face and completely decapitate him.
2: I got him, I got him, I got him.
1: Genius, you know that while he is dead, because you did not get to shoot him with a liquidator, you do not get to turn him into biomass.
3: <laughs> so it does you no good.
2: <laughs> I don't know if well particularly cares.
3: I take a couple of his fingers just to null on later.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> good idea. <laughs>
3: They sound like they're big, beefy figures. so...
2: All do them eating the finger food.
3: You hear from
1: upstairs as his body... Thump, thump, and then a... Of his head, landing on the ground. You hear from upstairs, Hey, Peter, did you get those raccoons out of the house?
2: I think there's more upstairs. Should we get them?
3: Yes, that's why we are here! Hold down the other big
0: one. Real quick, just to make sure we're on track here for the rules, that gear, does that match your symbol, Rihanna?
2: Yeah, that one does. It's
0: Z 6 D Z6 D6 keeps it on 4 to 6. Yeah, roll that. You might get to use it again.
2: Got a 4.
0: Okay,
1: cool. So if you roll a 4 to a 6 because it's the same symbol as you, you do not lose that item.
2: Cool. I'm gonna stow that away and remember that I could very well lose that and save that for something scarier than yeah. some idiot in this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any gear that doesn't match your symbol, aside from I think the special ones we've got for this, you can only use once.
2: I remember that now.
0: You you hear the, that
1: upstairs, and then you hear Billy, grab your sister and and come on in. Make sure to get your stick. Something may happen to Paul. Well, Mama, it's late. Why are we waking up so early? Just get your stick, boy.
3: Genius has pulled out his new traumatic liquidator and is advancing up the stairs.
2: Can Welp grab the dead man's stick?
1: I'm okay with it. It is just a club, so you will
0: use that. (laughs) I mean... Technically, I mean, she could carry it. It's made for her size, too, so.
1: Yeah. I'm 100% good with it.
2: He grabs the stick. I like this. I keep it. I killed him. It's nine.
1: As you get up to the top of the stairs, you see a older teenage boy, probably 19, 20, leading a little girl who's maybe five or six by the hand uh, across the hallway, uh, holding a club identical to the one that Welp is now carrying. We'll get a couple of stealth rolls from y'all and a couple of perception rolls for them. Okie dokie, those are solid perception rolls. 16 for
2: stealth.
1: Well. Snort, I believe, I mean once you take your attack, I don't think it's greater visibility, you're visible, but you left combat, so you were able to go back invisible.
0: Sounds good to me! So I get lots of bonuses. They probably don't see me at all.
1: Yay! Yeah, I'm going to say they don't see you, but I think that genius did beat you up the stairs is what he said.
0: Yeah, I think he said he was going first, so.
1: The girl looks at you and she just screams bloody murder. I am your doom! <laughs> and let's go The her brother's hand. Starts running towards her mom's bedroom and we'll take another round of
0: Initiative rolls.
2: 14. Well, at
0: least I hit double digits on that one. 20!
1: Ooh, nice. 14, and I'm going to go ahead and roll for Mama, because she's going to come out with her own walloping stick here in the baby screen.
2: This does fit the order we said we were going up the stairs.
1: It does! And then let's roll one for the baby. She's going to get hers at a minus two because she's five. Okay, so up first is genius.
3: And right off the heels of screaming, I am your doom. He will go ahead and I guess this is just a light bulb from the picture. Yeah, basically
1: it is a, it just casts a concentrated beam of light and kind of liquefies the person.
3: He'll hold up his light bulb and he'll pull down the lever on the back of it. And shine his light right in the face of that boy.
1: Alright, give me the
3: attack roll. Okay, so do I get a plus five on this since it's a spell?
1: Yep, because you've got the plus one to intelligence, you do. So this will be a plus five to hit. Six. Oh my sweet Jesus. Of course. (laughs) It's It's so helpful. (laughs) Let me pull out the fumble table. Hold on.
2: Oh, boy. (sighs) I guess this is what we get for trying to commit child murder.
1: He isn't late, teen. This is a young gentleman. All right, go ahead and give me that D100, sir. 36. Knowing the awesomeness that is to come, you get a little too excited and you stare right at the light bulb, and you become discombobulated. You're incapacitated for one round of combat. Okay. (laughs) Up next is the sun. He just saw God's flashlight go off in his hallway, held by three kobolds, and he is just going to take a swing. I guess the closest one's going to be you, genius. That's a 16. That hits. That's going to be a d4 for one point of damage. (laughs) Okie dokie. Up next is
2: Welp there's the big one and then the little one that's running away. Correct. Welp is just going to all fours bounding up the stairs launch himself at the little one and try and tackle her.
1: Okay. It will be a contested strength.
2: Cool. I rolled a 13 so that's an 11.
1: Well, she rolled a eight, and that makes it a five, because she's five years old, so. <laughs> Congratulations, you have pinned the five-year-old child.
2: <laughs> I'm probably, like, just a little bit bigger than her.
0: You're medium sized.
1: Yeah, so you're, you know, four, four and a half feet tall, so you're, you've got her by about a foot, foot and a half.
2: I've got this one. Mommy, mommy, mommy. She's not going anywhere. Help me, mama. Quiet.
1: Snort, your turn. <laughs>
0: hmm. I guess I will go after the big guy. Try another flying leap while well, I'm invisible, so I'll probably get at least advantage, yeah? Yep, absolutely. Give get me with advantage. 16. That'll hit. I do the minimum of one damage.
3: <laughs>
0: Okie dokie. I'm latched to his face, scratching at him. Just seeing, like, an angry beaver's fight in my head. <laughs> Have you seen a beaver man? They're probably roughly the same size as a coal well, not bigger.
1: All right. So coming out of her room is Mama, and she's got just a night shift on. She's holding her stick, and she's actually carrying a uh, lantern with her.
2: Hey, light.
1: And she looks down, sees that you're on top of her baby, and she takes that stick up in both hands, and you tackled her to the ground, or you just grabbed her?
2: I tackled her to the ground.
1: She's going to take a swing at you with advantage.
2: Cool.
1: I'm going to guess a 19 is going to hit you. Yeah. So that is going to be three points of damage, ma'am, as she cracks you in the back of the head and screams, Let go of my baby! How? The little one is going to try to throw you off with a nine. <laughs> I got a 12. Alright, so you're able to keep her pinned down even though you just got cracked in the skull.
2: Stop that! Stop it!
1: (laughs) Let's see, that's going to go to Genius, but you're still stunned from staring at God's flashlight. So, that's going to take us to the sun. He is going to try to pry this thing that is attached to his face bone off of his face bone. And that is going to be just a 12 to yank you off.
2: My question is, does his face go with it if he succeeds?
0: No, he
1: just gets me right off there. There's no attack, dude. He's literally just, just what is that thing? And he just flings you off of him. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Welp, you are next.
2: We're trying to not kill them until they can get liquefied, right? Correct. Now that I know the kid's not currently going to be running anywhere, I'm going to take the club and swing at the mom. Like, try like, hit her in the shin.
1: Oh, so you're going to do this laying down? Because if you do it laying down, you are going to do this at a disadvantage.
2: Welp is going to stand up, keeping his little clawed feet on the kid's arms.
1: Okay, you're just going to stand on it. I'll allow it.
2: Yeah. That was an eight, I believe.
1: That does not do it, unfortunately. (laughs) And she just steps over the club. I said, get off of my baby. Stop moving!
0: Snort. Uh, I'm just going to leap right back to attacking the other guy. Uh, 14. That is successful. A whole other one
1: damage.
3: <laughs> Jesus,
1: Mama, they just won't stop. I'm beginning to think this for men like me. And... uh, Mama is up, and she is going to take another swipe at you, Well, That is a 12 to hit, so I don't believe that's going to do it. Uh, Standing up, you're able to shift backwards out of the way.
2: Smash the club out of the way. Stop it! You're not supposed to hit me! I'm supposed to hit you!
1: And the little one rolls a 12 to try to roll out from underneath you. Okay. And I'll say because you're standing on her, you're gonna have disadvantage on this one.
2: Cool. Well, I got a nat twenty and a fourteen, so that would be a twelve. Fucking
1: a.
3: All right. Well, Ty goes to the roller. Well, Ty just means nothing changes. So.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Shut up. She's she's a child. You murdering bastards.
2: (laughs) The kid struggles and will wags his tail in your face. Stop moving.
1: And that takes us up to genius.
3: Got right. i got it this time. Would pack tactics affect a non melee attack?
0: I'm for it. Yeah, it doesn't specify, so.
3: 17 or an 18. Does an 18 hit the dude?
1: Yes, that does hit the dude.
3: All right. Well, then he's going to take himself hold one d10 of radiant damage for nine points of radiant damage
1: so snort you see the light kind of start to build up and you're able to leap off just in time as this beam of white light hits him and just goopifies him immediately and he just onto the floor
3: quick quick get that, the, the, the liquid
2: good shot Welp just gives him a thumbs up.
1: He is dead. Welp, it is your turn.
2: Remembering tack that's a certain thing. I'm going to try again to hit the mom. <laughs> One of those was an 18. Yeah, I'm going to assume even if, like, strength minus two, I is a 16 hit? Yes, it does. I'm trying to knock her down.
1: Go ahead and give me the damage. Uh, Club is a d4. Minus two. Yes.
2: Well, I rolled a one.
1: So not enough damage to knock her down, but you do club her pretty stoutly in the side of the
2: knee. Enough. She's probably going to be hobbling. Junior, not Junior! You absolute monsters! Why are they so whiny?
0: Snort, it is your turn. <laughs> and vacuum up the, the goop. Okay.
1: <laughs> so she's just. Oh, a fuel for the engine guards! Mama's turn. She is actually going to try to just push you off of her baby.
2: Contested strength.
1: That is a 9.
2: I rolled a 19.
1: Alright, a 17 is going to do it. So you're able to brace up and catch her and stop her from really being able to do anything, and that is going to be her turn. And then the baby is gonna to attempt to roll out from underneath you. I'm gonna guess a three is not gonna cut it, but let's see that roll.
2: No by god twelve, so that's ten.
1: Cool. And you're able to keep her pinned and back to genius. And now for the mother.
2: Yes! She's annoying.
1: Twenty-three. Alright, give me the damage. Ooh. Two damage. Ooh, it hurts her, but it does not put her down. It fucking shakes her, be like, come on, please. <laughs> well, you are up.
2: I'm just gonna keep trying to hit her with the stick. I rolled an 18 and a 6.
1: The 16 is definitely gonna hit, so go ahead and give me that d4.
2: Alright. I got a 3, so that's a 1.
1: All righty. She looks pretty rough.
2: Already,
0: Snort. I guess I'm going to go over and help hold down the child.
2: Or knock over the mom. <laughs> Things
0: you never thought you'd say in a and d game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the mom hit me real hard.
0: That's a 17.
1: Yeah, you're able to kind of adjust so she's standing on uh, the kid's shoulders and you've got like one leg on each leg just kind of pin her down so she'll have disadvantage on all of her rolls because she's been rolling like a champ so far (laughs) mama is going to take another swipe at you well that's a 15
2: nope
1: no sorry she doesn't get a negative she gets a plus that's a 19 (laughs) that hits alright that's going to be 4 points of damage (laughs)
2: Ow!
3: <laughs> what do you have? Like 2 health left?
2: I've got like 3 health left. <laughs> I'm bleeding all over this child. This child is just covered in cobalt blood. Get
1: off my baby, you damn evil coyotes.
2: Ow! Somebody kill her, please.
1: Okay, so she rolled a negative one She's not going anywhere (laughs) Genius, you're up again, sir
3: Alright This time I'm sure I'm absolutely sure It'll work (laughs) Um, yes, yes (laughs) Sixteen Okay, it's
1: You cannot roll below a one So she is dead Seven Before her child's terrified huge teacup Sized eyes at this moment in time she just liquefies and she goes, Somebody hail my bank! <laughs> and she is no more. Well, it is your turn.
2: Oh, wait, if I have a vacuum, I'll just vacuum up the mom. <laughs> we got her! We got her!
3: <laughs>
2: more fuel for the fuel god. Our queen will be so happy. i want to get this one now? Pointing to the terrified child.
1: We'll go ahead and say she's secured enough and so so scarred from what she's just seen that she is not even struggling anymore. She's just staring, snot running down her face, crying, and just. <laughs> she is ripe for the plug
3: in.
2: All ears.
0: Genius. Dap.
3: Genius will give it a go. All right. How's <laughs> that 25 do? <laughs>
1: She doesn't even have time to register what's happened. It's quick and painless for her. Oh,
3: uh, thank God.
1: Hoover <laughs> time. All right. So you guys have gathered up three, four. No, three, yeah, three. You didn't get dad. Unfortunately, you've lit off the largest light source within about 700 miles. Multiple times in this house. And you can hear, even with the door closed, Man, I know paters hit her every now and then, but I've never seen him hit her so hard that lights work. You don't think that she's one of them there sorcerers, do you?
0: Sorcerers. <laughs> a delicious magical snack.
2: I hear the word. Let's go get him.
3: Genius will start padding down the stairs, reaching into his little, his little side pouch and pulling out a finger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can see through the windows that it looks like a light in these two buildings are on you know the scans had said there were three in each one but they don't tell you how big they are so you don't know if it was uh, you know any children in there or, or what there's three life forms in, in those abodes but as you kind of look through the window you guys give me some perception checks you're trying to see how many people are
2: outside
0: a whole six <laughs> eight <laughs>
2: also six
1: you guys are kind of busy arguing about how well that went.
3: Just whispering out of my mouth, promotion.
1: <laughs> you heard voices out there. You know there's at least one person out there. But you're not sure how many are waiting for you outside of the front door. How would you like to proceed? Snort shell check.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, just shove him towards the door. Go, go see. Go and see. Find more.
2: I am basically just went through and screenshotted all of my potential backup characters based off of what items I have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so Stuart will go take a peek outside and see what's going on.
1: Yeah, so as you get to the window, you're able to actually look out at that range. Your your passive of eight is enough. It looks like there are three or adult men creatures outside. One of them is much shorter and with a very long beard, but still just carrying a uh, club.
0: Uh, go back to the others. There are three outside. Do they all have clubs or just the one? From what you
1: saw, it looked like all three of them had a club.
0: All with sticks. Those no
2: sticks hurt.
3: Good, we need more. Uh, assault? Or luring?
2: Let them come to their deaths.
3: Yes.
1: As you guys are having this talk, you hear a light tapping on the door. Who is it? have you here? I believe that may have been the chronic coming from over on the other side of that door. Peter been drinking again.
0: i am just for the other two, h- hide. And I'm gonna go off to the side and make noise after they hide.
2: I'm going to attempt to hide.
0: Just gonna make a big racket when they do.
1: So, as you're making your racket, you guys go ahead and give me your
3: stealth rolls. Nightmare.
2: Oh, nice! I rolled a 13, so that'll be... Hang on.
3: Pretty sure they all have plus
2: two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fifteen. Yeah, you're able to find decent cover. You're finally fully in cover. As you start making the racket, the door opens up, and the small one with a beard steps in. Peter, I know that we heard you in here. Is everything all right?
0: Isn't he, like, standing on
1: top of Peter right now? (laughs) Peter's actually at the (laughs) back of the house. They're coming in from the front door. He will eventually... They're coming in from here. You guys murked Peter back here in the corner. And kind of looking around. Billy? Sally? Samantha? Boy, something about this just doesn't feel right. And the two villagers behind him are kind of looking around. And...
3: How many of them are wearing red or blue clothing?
2: I was expecting not wearing anything.
3: The
1: dwarf is wearing just leather trousers, but he has a big, red, bushy beard.
3: You said a big, red, bushy beard?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. And the other two appear to be in their sleep clothes. It looks like one of them has either on a light blue or gray sleep hat, from uh, what you can see. The dwarf does not see Peter's body back on the corner. The other two go, <sighs> and point.
3: As they do that, I want to pull the blue switch.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: And blow
1: the nightcap. So, go ahead and read out what the blue switch does.
3: The one with the knobs on. Small metal box has two levers. One red, one blue. When you pull the red lever, something red nearby explodes. When you pull the blue lever, something blue nearby explodes. I have no idea how much damage it does. But his pajamas explode.
2: Was it the pajamas or the nightcap?
3: It was his cap. Okay, well, then his cap explodes.
2: If he's not dead, he's definitely unconscious.
1: I'm checking to see if I have any damage for you on this side of things.
3: Gotta be like 3d8. Yep, that's what we're gonna go with. (laughs) 3d8 for real? Okay. (laughs)
1: Because it's just a cap, it's not like a a full suit. We'll call it 2d6. Let's go with 2d6 for the cap. Nine damage. The two human villagers just welter of blood. They're gone.
3: (laughs) Is it it like in The Running Man where you run past the (laughs) the thing and the collar explodes?
0: As soon as I hear the explosion, I'll attack the other guy, the short guy.
1: The dwarf is catapulted in, and he is incredibly injured from what you can see. One of his arms is twisted the wrong way. His legs pointing the opposite direction it should be.
2: Oh, never mind this.
3: Oh, what was that? At a 2d6, I was not expecting that much force from it, so I probably wouldn't have used it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, go ahead and flash
3: him. Is there any reason to even take turns at this point? (laughs) No, no, there is no reason
1: for combat at this point in time.
3: (laughs) He'll walk over and he'll stand directly on his chest and go, look into the light. (laughs)
1: And if you need it, do damage! Yeah, yeah. there you go. That is plenty. He had one life <laughs> left, so...
3: <laughs> he is a pile of goo. And then, uh, he'll... Cooler! <laughs> yeah, the villain. How many more do we
2: have to do?
3: I believe we need six more.
1: Correct, but me. yeah, a, a genius is smart enough. He, he's been keeping count
3: i get intelligence plus one. Better than average. The issue you now have is that
1: was a very loud pop. Just kind of comparison, like a hammer slamming into a, a solid 2x4 that, that's firmly mounted. Where are you guys going from there?
2: Wasn't there another house? Check the other houses, yes?
3: Yeah! <laughs>
2: yes.
1: What house are you going to from here?
3: Is this the one where the... Where where was the voices coming from? Just outside in general of the house, or...?
1: Yeah, they were just coming outside of the front door. You got it.
2: Okay, so Well probably wouldn't think of this, but Brianna does. I feel like the house that doesn't have a door left open is probably going to be the one that still has people in it, or they'll be coming out of the house to figure out what the hell just happened.
1: So as you guys kind of step out in the road, you notice that there are lights now coming on over here, and over here.
2: Oh, goody, more.
3: Probably get down on all fours and just scuttle across over to here.
1: You know also that there should be three more life forms in these houses.
3: Oh. All three of those dudes came out of here?
1: Three combined came from these two houses. And you know, there were six people in there according to your scan.
3: Oh, okay. Now, well, we need to complete the sweep then. So we'll go check this one.
2: Next house.
3: Okay, so as you
1: go in there, give me perception. This is a single-story house. It's a much smaller than the house you guys first started going into. <clears throat>
2: I rolled an eighteen.
1: So a sixteen.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: you notice there appears to be another of the small ones and another lady creature in here.
2: Oh, little one, and then the one like the one that hit me with the stick.
1: So they appear to be kind of like pressed up against this back wall. And it looks like there's another way out of that room.
3: Oh, so they're in that. Yeah, they're in that house. Yeah, let's go.
2: Welp is going to bolt for the other door and stand in front of it like, no, run.
1: Okay, so you're going to run
0: around the house.
2: Yeah, if I see a door, I'm going to go stand between them and the door.
0: Remembering how well it works last time, I'll pin the child.
2: Is that You can be the target of the stick.
0: It's not going to do anything, but I tried. <laughs> well, hold on, because you couldn't get a tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait,
3: wait. A negative one tie
1: would be awesome. Give me that an advantage, because I'm going to assume you went invisible.
0: Four. All right.
1: This one's a little bit bigger than the last one. And you hit it, and he just kind of stiff-arms you like you're the little kid in it's football. It's just, boom, into the floor. Oh,
2: Also, Welp was the one that tackled the first child, so...
1: <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get initiative rolls from you two. And we'll say, Welp, it's going to take you a turn to get around the build.
2: No, I... I ran inside and then towards the door to stand between the people and the door.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay.
2: I rolled a 17.
1: So, hold on. The, the kid got a fucking four, and the mom got a
3: 12. Yep, I got 17. Do you guys care who goes first? Not really.
2: Let the one with the flashy thing go first.
3: All right,
1: so Snort, Genius, well, Mom... And the brat goes last. Okay,
0: Snort. Snort's gonna just try and do the same thing. Try to grab him again? Yep. Ten. Alright. Jeez, Bob. (laughs) Nope, that's a no dice. That's a (laughs) fourteen.
3: He's so strong! Genius,
0: you're up.
2: Come on, that's not how you do it. You knock him down!
0: I try, he won't fall.
3: <laughs> Reassessing the situation and how much struggling is going on over here at this corner, he's gonna target the boy. Oh, with a nine! How's that do you?
1: That does not hit.
3: <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> okay, girl! He's why I said so! <laughs> <laughs> We were not warned of this practiced warrior who lived in this town. Why? Why was the intel so incomplete? Well, it's your turn.
2: Why would they do this to us? Surely, the queen wouldn't send us on this mission if she knew. No, no, she would.
1: <laughs> well, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna try and tackle the mom.
3: Okay. Maybe he needs to be weakened first.
2: <laughs> I got a nine to try and tackle the mom.
1: Alright, let's see what mom does.
2: Oh wait, pack tactics, advantage. Never mind, I got a nine to tackle the mom.
1: No dice! <laughs> These two invaders <laughs> turn her stuff apparently. She just kinda puts a hand out, lines up. You notice as you get closer, she's got what appears to be a pipe of some sort. And that is an 18 to hit, ma'am. That hits. <laughs> Bye! For four damage. You're dead, aren't you? I'm dead. And she just crushes the top of your skull in.
2: Welp, Welp is dead. I've got my line of backups. Do we want me to go brown or red? <laughs>
3: I believe it's just me and Spencer now <laughs> until we lose everyone and then we just do another mission.
1: I'm okay bringing in another one in. I'm good with that. Wealth is no more, so you won't be able to bring wealth back this turn. But we'll say you have to take, let's call it a two-turn penalty for the signal to broadcast to the ship to get reinforcements down because apparently this village is putting up a hell of a fight. Real question though,
2: brown or Red. Regenerate
3: or explodey? Well, I mean, do you plan on dying a lot? Because that's the red thing. (laughs) You gotta die before you explode.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Eh, screw it. You're a wet radioing in hazard.
1: (laughs) The boy is just gonna run for the door, throw it open, and he's just yelling at the top of his lungs. No, stop! Somebody help mama! Help! Kill him! Hit him! There go, Lance! take him down! That's gonna get us back to Snort.
0: <laughs> snort will try one more time to tackle this <laughs> amazingly <laughs> potent creature. And he'll fail. Hold on. There we go. That's much better. 12.
1: I was gonna say, he took his full movement, so uh, you were gonna be just outside of pack tactics. Oh, well. He got 25 feet away.
0: Even though the house was that big, damn. Well, he
1: took off out of the door. He ran out in the street.
0: Ah, well, if he ran out the door, I'm crackling the mom.
1: Okay. Let's take that 12, then. That is just a 9, so you succeed in tripping her up as she attempts to follow the kid. Got her? Kill her? Genius, your turn.
3: So, she's on the floor? Yep. Well, shit. How's a nine do?
0: It doesn't do it. You're still right next to me.
3: Yeah, but I don't have advantage because it's, it's a ranged attack. Uh... <laughs> so I take a disadvantage for her laying down, but an advantage for you, so I just get the one roll. <laughs> um, let her stand up.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> She's gonna
1: try to kick you in the face and give up. Thirteen, should try to shake you
0: loose. I'll take it. She gets me loose.
1: She's able to shake you loose and stand up.
0: That is her turn.
1: Uh, So we're back to snort.
0: Time for smacks! Kick her in the shins! Ten. Okay.
1: That ties her AC.
0: A one damage. (laughs) (laughs) It's a one damage on that. Okay.
2: With the way the dice are behaving, I'm glad you decided to do a one-shot. Otherwise, we would all be, like, in jail forever.
3: Should we go? Oh my god, he'll take another stab at this. Now she's standing up, so thank god for that. We have advantage this time.
1: Oh my god. Fourteen. Holy shit, you hit her. Give me
3: the damage roll. Eight Radiant, blessed damage. Because she took that one point of damage that it's not- <laughs> Yeah!
1: Teamwork! <laughs> she glumped and she down onto the ground. She is a pile of fucking gloop. The mental imagery I'm getting in my head with this is so fun.
3: <laughs> Ubery, Uber! Yep, you can Let's go! Come, come! Let's- out of the house! We must hide!
1: So, we're out of combat, however. The boy has run off, screaming like the child from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, waving his arms over his head, screaming. You look out of the window, and there are a group of four or five adults walking in this way, all carrying clubs. One of them appears to have a pickaxe and one a shovel.
2: Time to run.
1: About this time, Hazard, you come flying in the door from where the signal said they were. And what are the two of you doing?
2: Purgell need help.
3: This town is full of legendary storied warriors!
0: Even their children!
3: This town really screwed the pooch this time.
0: We should hide in ambush. Maybe not here.
2: Yeah, probably.
3: It was a goddamn setup, man! I knew Snots had it out for me when he set this up.
2: Which one's that on the ground? he's one
1: of the gray ones who knows well that's right all the gray ones look perfectly identical
2: (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) it doesn't really matter
2: so where are we hiding how much more do we need
1: yes so you guys have killed eight of 28 so there are 20 people left in the village we got five to go and it appears that five to six of them are walking your way And what, for this town, is a very rather heavily armed group. I say, we
3: set something on fire over here. And then move on and get behind them. And do the the not scary warrior ones.
2: (laughs) I like fire.
3: Does anybody have anything to do fire?
0: No, but I have an idea. I have an idea. Oh,
3: good. How
0: close are all the people together?
1: They're in a pretty tight group. I'd say within 10 feet of each other.
0: Oh, okay. So all invisible-like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to use the Biomorphic Tutor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in a 30-foot cone, it casts Polymorph with a DC-9 to beat it. Alright. So that should hit all of them.
1: So let me roll one. Two three four five six Okay, so three of them fail and three succeed. What are you polymorphing them into?
3: What is their challenge rating?
1: Their challenge rating as a commoner is one eighth, I believe.
0: Ducks. They're gonna be ducks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry. Their challenge is zero.
0: Ducks. They're all ducks now.
1: Alright, so three of them turn into ducks.
2: Very confused ducks.
0: And if I have any movement left, I'm gonna run another way and be like,
2: can you just kill the ones that aren't ducks?
1: So you had enough room. They were were walking pretty close up. They ran past the boy screaming bloody murder, so we'll say they were probably like ten feet outside of the door when he went out of it. The boy never closed the door behind him.
2: We kill the big ones first, and then the ducks, right? Yes!
3: Ryan the player knows that as soon as we reduce them to zero hit points, they just turn back into people. And only the excess gets through. But Genius doesn't know that. I guess we'll set up a little ambush, and as soon as they come around, we're going for the unchanged, right? Seeing three
1: of their members suddenly encased in feathers... Feathers and they're now ducks. They stop and you hear one of them go, "What in the fuck?"
2: The way you described it made it sound like their sizes didn't change, so we just have a bunch of human-sized ducks.
1: No, no, no. These these are duck-sized ducks.
2: <laughs> so they shrink and turn into ducks.
1: Yes, this was polymorph.
2: I realize that, but the way you phrased it made it sound like the only thing weird is they were suddenly ducks, not that they shrunk.
1: They have definitely shrunk down to standard duck size, (laughs) so you're not dealing with freakishly large ducks.
2: Because I feel like it would be a higher challenge rating.
1: So, I will give all three of you a surprise round. Surprise attack! Eleven. Eleven the one with a pick, the one with the shovel, and one of the ones with the club are still standing. Three with clubs got turned into ducks.
3: Definitely the one with the pick. Okay. Full damage! That one just sure clumps. Ten radiant damage. Meet the light of
1: God! You murder the shit out of that one. It is now a puddle of goo. The twelve hits as well.
2: I'm not trying to kill him. just trying to hobble the dude with the club by hitting him with my club.
0: Did you take the club?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: It matters exactly zero. They do the same damage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I rolled a three, so one damage.
1: Excellent. You scratched the shit out of that one. Snort. I don't want it to go
0: away, so Snort will hoover up the one that he liquidified.
1: Okay. That was a beautiful... Use of your item, sir. Well done. And so we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna roll. That's a 17 and a 5. Go ahead and give me your initiative rolls for this round 18. 22, I guess.
2: I rolled the 1.
1: <laughs> Some things never change.
2: <laughs> no, they never do.
1: All right, so up first is Snort.
0: Cool, actually, I feel like we have to determine something now. Okay. It all determines which one you think would go first, because now they're polymorphed. But from what I remember, the light thing doesn't reduce something to zero when it's dead, it reduces something when it hits zero hit points, doesn't it? Correct. So even a duck hitting zero hit points means it gets liquefied. Correct. There's your out, Ryan, for the polymorph. You can still liquefy the ducks. (laughs)
2: My question is, does it go back to the normal human biomass, or is it just the duck biomass?
0: It doesn't matter, it turns it into a gallon.
1: Yeah, it turns it into a gallon either way.
2: Okay, gotcha.
0: We could have found a pen of ten sheep and been done with this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but where's the fun in that?
0: It's not, that's why we're doing it this way. I'm gonna, since you attacked the one with the club, I think I'll go ahead and attack the one with the shovel.
1: Okay. 13. That hits. Go ahead and give me the damage on that. One damage.
3: That's consistent damage. <laughs>
1: he didn't just get gifted a one out of pity. <laughs> Genius, you were up next, sir.
3: Genius will go ahead and go for the shovel guy as well. 21. That is a hit but a tiny
2: little couple during her flashing
3: people. <laughs> Three holy damage. Ooh, that does
1: not do it, but he is definitely messed up. It is his turn. He is serious. He's actually got a really nice burn mark kind of radiating down through his chest, and he just turns and, you know, try to take the shit out of you, Snort, with that shovel. And he is not going to do it. That's a six. (laughs) Nope. Yep, I'm good there. The one with the club is going to take a crack at Hazard. And that's
3: a six as well. Thank God, because I'm pretty sure that Hazard has five health. (laughs) Let's
2: see. Yes, I do have five health. Yeah. So it's my turn?
1: It is your turn.
2: I am going to attempt to tackle the dude with the club. I rolled an 11, so that's a 9.
1: Okay, don't forget your advantage for pack tactics.
2: That's a (laughs) 9.
1: That's a 14. He just kind of, nope.
2: (laughs) Hazard dives to, like, tackle him around the knees and misjudged. So I imagine she's got one arm around his leg.
1: It's just pushing backwards like a kid trying to push their dad.
0: <laughs> Snort saying that this one is messed up will attack the other. Okay. Eleven. That'll hit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Let's just call it a one.
0: <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> I mean,
2: 75% chance, <laughs> yeah, it's a one. It's got care rubbing off on you. <laughs>
1: You want to roll that to see if you can do max damage? Because you do have pack tactics.
0: Oh, to see if I get a crit? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make you, but you're welcome to. <laughs> no, 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 it was a crit.
1: Okay, we'll go ahead and take that one.
0: <laughs>
3: and, genius, you were up. And then it's like, okay, hold still now. It should be done soon. 21. Or a 6. I will take the
1: 21. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the 21 was definitely hits. A 9 holy damage. You goopified the guy with the shovel.
3: <laughs> These don't have nearly the training as the other
1: one did. As <laughs> <laughs> the little one did. That's going to leave the guy with the stick still. He is going to take a crack at Hazard because she's the closest. That's an 11? I think you've got a 12. Does not. And missing, he is going to just turn and run in very much the same manner as the small boy did and just try to get the hell out of Dodge. So, Hazard, I will allow you and Snort to take attacks of opportunity. Oh! Yeah! 17!
2: 17! Thank goodness for Pack Tactics!
1: Go ahead and give me that max damage at two, sir.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I'd rather turn this into a combat maneuver.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll let you trade up the extra damage for a uh, combat maneuver if you want to try to tackle him or something.
0: I want to get in front and just grapple him so he can't go anywhere. So I'm just, like, pushing up against his knees, and I'm wedged against the ground.
1: Yeah, you just kind of wrap up around his leg to kind of pin him so he's stuck for a minute.
0: Yeah, I don't want him on the ground. I just want him stopped.
2: Hazard, I rolled a two for the damage, so I imagine she just bops him with the stick as he's going down.
1: So then, let's go back. Snort, it would be your turn, but you can hold off. He does look pretty rough. Yeah, I'll hold off. Genius, you're up. Oh no, sorry. Hazard, I skipped your turn. It's your turn. I gave you that attack of opportunity you threw me off. If you want to assist in the holding still... I'll make him roll at disadvantage when he goes to break free.
2: I will go and wrap my arm around his legs from the other side and, like, take my claws into his pants and probably into his legs somewhat.
1: So then if we're doing that and you're just kind of holding steady, Snort, Genius, go ahead and give me that roll.
3: Mile for the birdie.
1: A 21. Yep, definitely hits.
3: Seven
1: holy damage. A little bit of it splashes down onto
3: Snort and Hazard.
0: <laughs> you hover one, I'll get the other. You clean up the ducks,
3: genius. <laughs> and I'll go through and systematically <laughs> place this light bulb against the head of every duck and pull the, the lever.
1: <laughs> you are able to do so to all three ducks in rapid succession. You do notice. There appears to be movement coming from everywhere you haven't been yet in town.
2: Did we get him?
0: Well, we can hoover up these and we're good. <laughs> do we leave or do we kill more?
2: How much do we need? How much did we get?
3: Yeah, I think we got one more than what we need.
1: You actually have one extra, correct.
3: We do have what we need. Let's take it to the ship.
2: Yes, and then maybe we can come back and kill more.
3: And so, we'll go and load back up onto the ship. Okay. And as they're going up the ramp and loading it all in, (laughs) Genius will give his pack over and take this inside. And then he'll use his special ability (laughs) after they're clear. Okay. So, just a (laughs) D-100. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I want a diplomatic pack, if you would, please. I will allow you to pick where you want that. If you want
1: 0 to 50 to be yours, and then 51 to 70 to be me.
0: This is easy. Do you want lows or highs to be better?
1: (laughs) I'll take the lows. Okay, so we'll say anything over 81 is you explode.
3: Okay. I kind of want to edge real close to this house right here. Okay. <laughs> I if this doesn't go, we'll get to the queen. 66.
1: Okay. Tell you what, there are how many different types of packs for to pick through?
3: There's three per category in our little rule book.
1: All right, so tell you what, give me a d20. Six. Okay. So you're going to get not a bomb.
3: Wait well- <laughs> It's exactly what I wanted, but not what I wanted.
1: So, this throws out a firestorm.
2: Fun. <laughs> Just screw this village. To the queen and victory!
3: So, as I'm going up the ramp, I will <laughs> throw out the not a bomb. Catch <laughs> <Get> you, fuckers! <laughs> Hold on. So I'm going
1: to read the description of this spell. A storm made up of sheets of roaring flame appears in the location you choose within range. Each area of the storm consists up to ten ten-foot cubes, which you arrange as you wish. Each cube at least one face adjacent to the face of another cube. It's a tech-saving throw for 70 ten of damage.
2: Did we just burn down the whole town?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you burned down... At least from like here to here,
2: <laughs> where all the people were that we knew of, where all the people were headed.
3: <laughs> As the dropship is lifting off, like I'm still standing on the ramp, the fire glinting and glowing off my face. <laughs> burn you, little lads! <laughs> you are a true cobalt. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's beautiful <laughs> you guys... I should go on missions
1: with you guys more often <laughs> you guys board your ship you fly off as you hit the, uh, the, the yip 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 you're greeted by the voice of the queen you've not actually really seen the queen you know she's a dragon but you've never met her she doesn't deign to keep you in her presence and she I tell you what we will have one of you roll me a d4 And on a 4, no one dies.
3: Well, this seems like an odd reward.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's straight from the module, I swear to God. (laughs) Uh, On a D4, no one dies. On a 1, genius. On a 2, snort. And on a 3, hazard.
2: I feel like if I roll it, we know exactly what I'm going to get. Alright, I'll do it. Alrighty.
3: Boom, two. Oh Snort! <laughs> nerves! <Genius laughs>
1: <laughs> so Snort, as you take your Uber off and go to hand it in, all three of you hear a voice in your head that says <sighs> You didn't remember to grab the other bodies for snacks. Snort, I expect better of you. And Snort's head just collapses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I have fingers! <laughs>
1: And thus ends
3: Fuel for the Fuel Gods. (laughs) Promoted! Snots, I'm coming for your ass next! Send me on this goddamn suicide mission with the fucking legendary heroes of old!
2: Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next week to find out what happens on Disciples of the Eight. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at Patreon.com slash PseudonymSocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Disciples of the Eight is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is deemed by the amazing Bob Tidwell and produced by me, Brianna Toybert, with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. We have Brock is Icky. Ryan as Wall, Matt as Vicros, Spencer as Artemis, Cash as Magdar, Kara as the Anonymous Druid, and myself as Arome. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.
0: Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls.